Some of my earliest memories as a child were of me and my overalls helping my dad hold the flashlight in his workshop with my mom in the basement. Jess, hold this right here for me, he would say as he was elbows deep in building something to solve the issue of the sump pump overflowing or apart from his truck or something that broke for mom. It was always a fun adventure. Owning his own construction company in Chicago, I got to be a bystander, and over the years, he helped our family solve minor and major day-to-day problems around the house or the yard, and also help our neighbors, other family members, and friends at any time of the day or night. He was the go-to man for everyone when someone had an issue. He would never turn away. He would never turn away anyone that needed him. Um, As a boy, my dad told me he would study how to take things apart and put them back together just to see how they would work. He was really self-taught. He was fascinated with science and most of all, the science and history of flight. He opened my eyes to questioning the world around me and as I watched him, he sparked a love for problem solving and helping others. This is really the main reason why I wanted to be a teacher and later on found my passion for science. I love to help teach others what I've learned and make it fun and exciting. My dad really knew how to um, have fun during doing his deeds for others, and he really took pride in his creations or solutions. Now, although a lot of this credit does go to my father, my mother also played a major role in my decision to teach. She is and always will be an independent, hardworking woman that has taught me how to care for others and be a nurturer. But both my parents are successful and hardworking, but most importantly, they both both always look for better ways um, to better each other and themselves. They're my heroes. So with my experience in elementary uh, school in the United States, I experienced sitting in rows of desks. Um, I went to a private Catholic school that was co-ed, and I remember learning science from a textbook. We never really did anything hands-on. We learned a lot of um, vocabulary and fact recall. Um, as was our exams, they were they were also just fact and recall, fact and recall from the textbooks that we had. Um, now, when I got into middle and high school, it was a lot more hands-on. I remember my middle school teacher being Uh, someone really cool who had um, animals in terrariums and would let us look through microscopes and she really sparked the fun of science in the classroom. That was the first time I got to see, um, get get to experience working with a lab partner and understanding how to create a lab assignment and things like that. Now in high school, I got to be a biology uh, teacher's assistant and um, it was a really neat experience working alongside a professional teacher when I was just thinking about how to pursue my career in teaching. Um, and all of this education of mine was from the United States. Um, then I went to college and I experienced um, teaching science to children so I, I got to experience that as part of my, my undergraduate. And then after I graduated college in the United States, I 
took a liking to a particular group where I received training and worked alongside specialists and real scientists, which was super cool. And this program that I was a part of was called the Georgia Reptile Society. And in the state of Georgia, they have a reptile society that teaches you about all kinds of different animals, reptiles. It focuses on the life sciences and um, and teaching others to respect these animals and why they're important. And it talks about a lot of that we talked about a lot of environmental science and we helped um, protect these animals. So it was really cool to get to work with specialists that were. Um, real and real scientists that were involved in studying pond water and amphibians and um, reptiles and all these really cool animals that affect the ecosystem in which I lived in. And then I really started to pull that into my teaching, my first few years of teaching. Um, after this, I decided to start my master's because I wanted to specialize in science. So um, when I was getting my master's, I made sure to get my certificate in science and STEM slash STEAM, um, which is something that I, I'm really glad that I did because it really helped me become a better teacher overall, not just in science. Um, and then in the middle of doing my master's, I did move to the UAE overseas. I had an opportunity to come work with children you know, in the in the UAE, um, currently I'm in Abu Dhabi, and I'm teaching at a, a private charter school here. Um, so I've been able to have all these experiences in my life that has led me to where I am today, and it's really exciting because I don't have all the answers, and I'm still growing every day. I mean, I'm not a veteran teacher. This is my eighth year teaching, so, um, you know, I mean... After all, you know, I am growing every day, and, and, and isn't that what good educators do, great educators do, really, is is continue their education constantly. So I challenge you to grow with me in my podcast, and um, I, I hope that it inspires you and that this provides a professional learning community. Um, and we can lay the foundations to help shape our future by bringing the love and passion for science that I know I have um, and engineering to life in our students. And after all, I mean, the world needs scientists. We need engineers um, for our future. So I urge you to reflect on your own upbringing and your education and find out where your passions are, even if it's not in science and it's not science related, we all have something to bring to the table. Um, this doesn't get celebrated enough. You should celebrate yourself and your accomplishments. Please also remember to follow my blog that serves as another valuable resource for teaching science at everythingscience2020.edublogs.org. Um, and I look forward to growing with you. Salam alaikum.